following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Flyin' Ace Friday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by Flyin' Ace Small Batch American-Made Whiskies. Look for it in local stores all across Michigan or online at FlyinAceSpirits.com. It is a Flyin' Ace Friday on the huge show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another hour on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. We're live at the Grand Rapids Boat Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Runs tonight until 9 p.m. tomorrow, 10 a.m. until 9 p.m. Sunday, 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. 427 boats on display from paddle boards to yachts. Anything and everything connected to the water, you can find it here at the boat show through Sunday. They got Twiggy, uh, the water skiing squirrel, who gets like 22 grand an appearance. Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Uh, GRBoatShow.com. Dan Hasty, voice of the Tigers High A affiliate. The West Michigan Whitecaps joining me live here at the boat show. Also, voice of University of Detroit Mercy Basketball. They were 0 26. One guy stormed the court when they posted their first W of the year earlier this week. And also, he is the play by play radio slash YouTube TV voice of the Grand Rapids Rise Pro Volleyball Federation, the only pro volleyball franchise in the state of Michigan. The league is about a month and a half in. And he was showing me 50,000 YouTube hits on their match from last Monday night. They'll be in Grand Rapids on Sunday. Uh, the crowds have been incredible everywhere, not just in GR. And it's because it's a market that never, outside of pro beach volleyball, which unless you grew up in a warm weather area, you're not really connected to that, or along Lake Michigan or something, Grand Haven, Holland, and now these young girls and their families and these high school players and college players and young moms or older moms who played volleyball growing up, they have a place to go the same way we would go and still go and watch baseball or you watch hockey and you remember growing up with those sports. And Dan Hasty is joining us uh, live. Jeff Striegel, voice of NASCAR, coming up later. Also, Sharon Moore filling out his coaching staff. At Michigan, and we did throw out our flying ace whiskey huge question of the day. How much of Caitlin Clark have you been watching this year? You tell me one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE on the Mercantile Bank listener line. So, Dan, I mentioned 
you're a diehard sports fan, but also your play-by-play resume. How surprised are you uh, by the numbers you're seeing with the Grand Rapids Rise and the Pro Beach Volleyball Federation, whether it's YouTube hits 50,000 from last Monday's match uh, to the crowds we're seeing at Vandal Arena in downtown GR? Big surprise for you? At the beginning, yes. It was definitely a bigger surprise up front. But the more I've learned about it, the more I've come to understand just how prevalent it is. I mean, you there, mean the game of volleyball. The right? game of volleyball. There are there there are message boards that have hundreds of thousands of views and comments. I mean, you know, we talked in the three o'clock hour. We talked about people kind of putting themselves in their bubbles, and social media allows you to do that. Well, there's a really big volleyball bubble out there, and it's in different parts of the country, and it's only gained traction over the course of the last 10, 15, 20 years, and now it's really started to bubble up to the surface. Grand Rapids has a huge volleyball, I guess, contingent of sorts there are federation level there's high school level it's like aau yeah, the basically club, the travel nba yeah, yeah. yeah i mean so there's there's tons of volleyball support in this area omaha is one of the flagship franchises grand rapids was actually the rise was the very first into the pro volleyball federation so when they began this league grand rapids was the first to jump in but omaha is known as kind of the volleyball capital of america their first match had 11,000 plus in attendance. And on their YouTube broadcast, I mean, it's well over 100,000 views from their first yeah, match. Yeah, the views. Crazy. And we were talking about that because you showed me from last Monday's match for the Grand Rapids Rise, which had an epic, uh, <laughs> unbelievable uh, match, but 50,000 views. And, and not that you're surprised, but you saw for their opening match over 120,000 views. And I said to you, my kids... Uh, sophomore, junior, they watch TV on YouTube. They watch TV highlights off of TikTok. They uh, watch off their video game systems, whatever TV stations or sporting events they can watch. I, they don't have a cable box. They have their phones where they can watch what they want to while they're, uh, when we were going to sleep with the radio or AM Transistor back in the day, listening to Ernie Harwell and Paul Carey, these kids, uh, especially the young girls, can go on YouTube and watch the Grand Rapids Rise or Omaha or any other team in the Pro Volleyball Federation. It's a market that never had anything to turn to beyond high school, college, Olympic volleyball, and like I mentioned, beach volleyball. And now look at the Grand Rapids Rise. You're showing me the photos of the crowds. I was there for the opener uh, with around 8,000 people. Their fans know when to rise. They know great action. They know a a volley will get a standing ovation from both sides. Knowledgeable fan base. It really reminds me of a kid who grew up playing baseball, started with T-ball, and he can go to a Whitecaps game and he knows everything about baseball when he's 13 years old, just like that 13-year-old volleyball club player can with the Grand Rapids Rise and the Pro Beach Volleyball Federation. Uh, Pro, not Pro Beach. 
uh, the Pro Volleyball Federation. So it's interesting. It you're, really is. You're speaking directly to what I feel like is my past. I mean, I remember playing recreation baseball and then convincing my parents during a trip to the west side of the state to go camping but also put time aside to go to a West Michigan Whitecaps game. My first minor league game was actually a Whitecaps game, and I remember after the ball game chatting with a prospect named Joel Zumaya because – and I wanted to come out actually just to see him pitch. I wasn't really up to speed on the fact that guys threw only once every five days. But, you know, I was able to, to get to know him in that way. And I was about 13, 14 years old. To your point, though, about what that league is doing, one of the best things that they're doing so far is that they really are leaning into – digital, social media, YouTube, a lot of the ways that young people consume a lot of the product is that way. So the fact that they're leaning into that as heavily as they are, super, super smart business decision. It is a major league. I mean, this is the best volleyball players on the planet. I mean, there are, I mean, there are Team USA players. There are Olympians from other countries playing in this league. I mean, people are coming from overseas to come play in this league. So this is a big deal, and this is a league that's going... And Grand Rapids has not had this before, a chance to get the best players in the world at a particular sport to come to GR. And the league not only smart with their digital social network launch, they're paying their players well. They are. Which you know goes over in terms of getting the best talent. They have a structure for two stars and the rest of the squad. I I, I love it. I've talked with everybody. Kathy George, uh, infectious enthusiasm. She's the best. Her her husband, now I see him. They live downtown, and they also still have a place over the Lansing area. I've seen him like three times in the last week, and... He, I, I can see he's excited because no one knew what was on the horizon when it came to the Grand Rapids Rise and the Pro Volleyball Federation. And can I say one thing? So this is something that I've really learned over the course of the last couple of weeks and now a couple of months about the game of volleyball itself. As a broadcaster, and this is a little inside baseball, but there's a reason I want to say this, is because doing play-by-play is basically... Phil does a Phil does a photo up here. Uh, I'm, I'm listening to you. <laughs> so here's I'm what you need. To you. Here's what you need to know. He's a man of the people. So calling play by play for volleyball is basically like doing play-by-play of what happens to a pinball inside a machine. Which, by the way, the way you kept that going through the photo ops, that was amazing. <laughs> hey, don't yeah. give me too it's much why, credit. It's why, it's why you're a pro. I man. broke a little bit, let's be honest. I mean, we've, had, we've had a lot walking in front of us in front of the boat show, and we haven't really broke stride, which I attribute to your professionalism and mine. Yes, that's right. I, I saw the hula dancers for a minute. I saw the fire eaters. There were a lot of crazy things going Twiggy on in front came of us by here. wondering why we have a better setup than she does, the water. <laughs> Ski and squirrel. So the only reason I mentioned the, the pinball machine is because seeing it in person is a whole different experience than watching it on a YouTube or watching it on a social media. Come try one match and see just what that looks like up close and personal because Amazing. it's breathtaking. Oh, the, the athleticism. It's and crazy. The action. It, it really is nonstop action. So it, it's, it's harder than, like for play-by-play, for example, it is harder to call than baseball by a mile. Because it's, it's so quick. It's right? harder than basketball. It's harder than football. It's harder than hockey. It's the hardest sport you can possibly broadcast because the ball is so fast. Moving. And you don't know where it's going. Never. That quick. Never. So 
you're looking down, you got to understand who's on the floor for both sides. I feel like an auctioneer. All right, so the, now you sound like the assistant coach from from the water boy. Oh my god! All right, so the Grand Rapids Rise scheduled uh, downtown GR, Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise. Uh, home on Sunday, I saw the first 1,000 people get a fleece uh, blanket from the Rise. And what does the rest of the schedule look like upcoming for somebody across the state who may want to uh, bring the daughters or their team down uh, to watch the Grand Rapids Rise? Sure. So Sunday, Atlanta comes into town. They were a preseason favorite, one of the top two teams. It's 4 o'clock for the start of that match on Sunday. And Obviously, you can hear that one in Grand Rapids on 96 won the game. You can also watch along on YouTube. You are such a pro. Friday the 23rd. No, you know, you can it's tell doing people. doing the business. A good point you just made. You can tell people who have never seen it to search Grand Rapids Rise on YouTube and go watch one of their matches. Right. And that's the thing. And that's the great thing about leaning into the social side is that this game is on demand no matter if you have cable or if you don't have cable. All you have to have is internet and you can go watch it. And it's it's shot exactly the same looks, as you would watch right. it anywhere you else. You showed me the production. It looks big league. So then they come back on March the 9th. They have a game on Saturday. And uh, I know you'll appreciate this. The first 1,000 receive a Rise trucker hat. It's going to be a big-time day, big-time giveaway. That's awesome. I love trucker hats. So if you want to go get, like, a mullet wig, you can wear that and then put the hat on top. That's a noon game for Saturday. And then the following Sunday, March 17th, we do a St. Patrick's Day game, and that's a 4 o'clock Doing the green uniforms, I assume, probably. better. I mean, you have to, right? That's awesome. So GRIs.com, that's the web address, right? GRIs.com. Follow the Grand Rapids Rise, R-I-S-E, on Facebook, Twitter, the social networks uh, their youtube channel just search grand rapids rise if you want to see what pro volleyball is all about just search grand rapids rise on youtube dan hasty doing the play-by-play who's your broadcast partner katie olson who had a one of the olson twins <laughs> you know what she might be the third uh but you know that has a lot of questions she's about a former that. player i assume she right? was she was at grand valley for a handful of she's years doing a good job she's great i mean That's she's awesome. super knowledgeable and, and she had never done a color analyst job before but Coach she knows she coaches in the area yes and she had a four-year career she was a captain at grand valley she's also well connected she's a family member of kathy's so she knows volleyball because she's been leaning into it and she sees it from the same perspective as does Kathy George. And she has so much comfortability. I was stunned with how comfortable she was stepping in the very first time. Because she knows the sport, though. Because she knows it right. so and well. And played the sport, knows the sport, coaches the sport. And I will tell you that Cole DeVos and the entire Griffins organization, which is working double duty now, and they're being taken care of. They're not all working for free. Uh, but their duties have doubled. Sean Wright, the marketing crew, Kayser, uh, BK. They call him Volley Bob now. <laughs> Volley Bob. Volley Bob Kayser. Uh, you know, I think he's calling the wings on the road trip right now out west because Ken Cal's recovering from a uh, medical issue. I think yep. Kayser's with the wings uh, out west on that road trip, the voice of the Wingstop Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. But. Uh, the rise, uh, anybody across the state that has connections to volleyball or you're just a sports fan. Uh, Van Andel Arena, GRIs.com. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, all the social networks, Instagram, and check them out on YouTube. 
what Dan Hasty, the play-by-play voice for the Rise, was just saying. See it for yourself uh, on YouTube. Dan, man, that was a quick hour and 15 minutes. Thank you so much, my man. Typically is. And, uh, yeah, thank you for bringing me to the boat show again. I swear. It's like when my wife goes to go, like, look for dogs at the store. Like, this is my my pet shop. Look at this. Going uh, around here, this is something that if I, if I buy something, it's not my fault. You can dare to dream this formula boat right in front of us. Uh, looks amazing. It does. Bay Marine and Action Water Sports over there, a West Michigan-based company, man. Uh, keep up the great work. Thank you, brother. All right. Dan Hasty joining us as the huge show is live on this Flying Ace Whiskey Friday from the GR Boat Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals on fresh from Meyer family pack chicken drumsticks for 99 cents per pound and blackberries for 99 cents. Plus, I can save even more with M Perks when I shop in store, online, and with every qualifying prescription filled at the Meyer Pharmacy. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He's at our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in downtown Grand Rapids. Eric Zane for the Eric Zane Show podcast is filming part of a documentary called Why I Hate Huge. That will be available on the Eric Zane Show podcast. He sat down with Dan Hasty earlier. Uh, he's talked to Brett on camera. It's going to be a beautiful thing. We might launch it at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids for uh, the debut, but uh, Eric Zane's a talented guy. Very creative with the Eric Zane Show podcast, a radio legend. He is also co-producing and filming everything. It's nice. I sat down with my family. Uh, my mom, the one-on-one, I saw a snippet from my mom talking about I knew at an early age his ego would kill his career. That's my mom. Wow. Why I Hate Huge. Uh, the movie uh, produced by uh, Eric Zane and the Eric Zane Show podcast. Easy Films uh, is his company. Google that and you'll see some of the great work he has done. Speaking of great work, Carson Hosevar out of Portage, Michigan last night. Now I settled in in between Caitlin Clark and Iowa Michigan women's basketball. I'm flipping over to FS1 and there is uh, the duel getting the start. Duel one, two duels they have on Thursday during Daytona 500 week down in Florida and Carson Hosevar was starting towards the bottom and Early in the race, I'm flipping back and forth. He's not doing well, but is he waiting for his spot, the timing? There's not going to be the normal pits or tire changes. It's mostly fuel, and when it's said and done, Josevar, he was wheeling and dealing, not just for fourth place where he ended up, but had a shot there in the final laps. And what a run for the kid out of Portage, Michigan, also part of Spire Motorsports and Ziegler uh, Racing. Uh, good people there. I know Aaron Ziegler proud and Jeff Striegel, who is the voice of NASCAR for the Motor Racing Network. Uh, we had a chance to talk to Carson and Aaron Ziegler uh, earlier this week uh, about his run and his week at Daytona. And Jeff Striegel is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, Striegel? I'm good, Bill. I'm really good. And I know that, you know, I just listening to, to all you just said there, I know Carson is doing good. And I got to believe that everybody with the Ziegler Auto Group has got to be feeling pretty good after what they saw last night. You're right, Huge. When it was all said and done and the checkered flag was in the air after the first duel, Carson Hosevar brought that Chevrolet across the line in position number four. Jeff, what was interesting watching the race, and by the way, Kevin Harvick is so good on TV. Oh my lord, was he fantastic. Uh, Him and Clint Boyer going back and forth, but as they were doing, whether it was the final restart, I forget, uh, right after the, the last crash, and they were talking, and it was almost like they looked at the leaderboard, and I think it was Harvick first, and him and, and Joy just steps away and lets these two pros uh, really have great conversation. He goes, and Carson Hosevar is in fifth, and all of a sudden, uh, I think it was Boyer goes, yeah, he's a good one. And then Joy goes, you're going to hear a lot about him. And, I'm, and they, hadn't said a, they hadn't said his name like the entire race until like the final, what was it, maybe seven laps or something. So you go back to Wednesday when they qualified that car and they did not have good individual lap speed. This is Daytona. Nobody runs individually. It's all about the draft, and you know that. 
So I don't think they were too worried, but yet at the same time, they also needed to get that car out there on the track with others around it. So they started virtually dead last, like you pointed out. And for that first half of the race, Huge, I thought Carson did exactly what he should do, and that is just ride there with the draft at the tail end of the field. Let's see what these cars are going to do. How do they get buffered around, you know, running at 200 miles an hour? And I thought he did a really good job just minding his business and learning. And all of a sudden, like you pointed out, there was the opportunity to go. You've got to get yourself in position to move up that leaderboard. And Carson was doing that. And all of a sudden, yes, he's running inside the top 10. So we're starting to follow him a little bit. And next thing you know, he's eighth, he's seventh. And he took a run down the back straightaway, as you saw, huge, on TV. He took a run down the outside of the back straightaway, working the outside lane, and I thought for a second that both he and the car that was in front of him were going to clear the two on the bottom, and Hosevar would have been in position to win it. Um, things didn't work out quite that well, but I, my, my gosh, you take a fourth-place finish at Daytona in a cup car the first time you've ever been in one here, mm. Uh, you're going to celebrate that for sure. We're going to see Carson on the track here in about one hour from right now when the, the guys get a chance to get out there and shake him down in practice. But he's got to be feeling very good about what he was able to accomplish last night. And also the Ziggler Racing, one of the sponsors, Inspire Motorsports, and their team. And I thought as I'm watching that race, and I know you're calling it, Jeff, on the Motor Racing Network, and Jeff Striegel, voice of NASCAR on MRN, joining us from uh, the Daytona 500, or Super Speedway down in Daytona. The timing, you're you're watching, because again, it's not your normal race, and it was, are you going to take a tire, uh, are you going to... just get a little gas and have enough fuel to finish. I, I thought a couple of things. Uh, the crashes that happened uh, were a big plus for Josevar, and also his team on the timing of when he pitted uh, was big in the end for him to finish fourth. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there's no doubt about it. You know, they wiped out, uh, I don't know what was it, huge four or five cars. That, you know, that's certainly going to change the complexion of the race but it doesn't change what you and I and everybody else saw as far as a talented race car driver taking advantage of opportunities. Yes, they pitted one time. Everybody came down for a simple splash and go. That's easier said than done because you just can't afford to make a mistake. Timing's got to be right. The crew's got to be right. Carson's got to get that car on and off pit road without speeding. Yes, there's a speed limit on pit road. It's 70 miles an hour. So he's got to slow that car down, get it on pit road, get that fuel in, get the gears coming up through the gearbox. And he just did everything perfectly. And when you do that uh, and you've got a good spotter that will help you move through the field, you're going to have a good result. And he had a good result last night. The Ziegler Auto Group, their sticker or their decal on the front of the hood of that Chevrolet looked good under the lights. Jeff Striegel, voice of NASCAR on the Motor Racing Network, joining us from Daytona. The 500 runs on Sunday. You mentioned some practice tonight for Carson, Spire Motorsports, Ziegler Racing. So the difference for somebody who doesn't follow NASCAR day in and day out, Jeff, for Josevar from the duel last night where he raced well to the 500 on Sunday, what's the biggest difference he'll have to adjust to? Well, number one, there's going to be twice as many cars out there. You know, like you pointed out, 
prior to me coming on, they do run two races last night. Each race had 21 cars in it. The Daytona 500 will have 40. Uh, and so you're going to have the best all around you all afternoon long. He's going to have to beat, you know, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski. Yes, all those names that we know, Kyle Busch. So if he's going to do it huge, he has to have a day that is mistake-free. This is no different than if we're talking about the Detroit Lions trying to make their way to the Super Bowl. You've got to be mistake-free. His crew's got to be good. He's got to be good. They've got to be patient. They've got to simply try to work their way methodically up the leaderboard, make good pitch stops, and stay out of the big one. You know we're going to wad up some race cars here at some point on Sunday and you've got to do the very best you can to not be one of those drivers involved in a big crash. If he can do that huge, he has a car capable of running up front. He showed it last night, and hopefully he'll show everybody that on Sunday. Striegel made the comparison to the Lions in the NFC Championship game. If they wanted to get to the Super Bowl of football, that Carson Hosovar could have a 17-lap lead at halftime 250 <laughs> miles in at Daytona and blow the 17, 17 lap lead. Thanks a lot for bringing that back up, Striegel. I always appreciate yeah, it. I know. I know. It hurts, but I'll tell man. you what, the one thing I've got to avoid here, Huge, and I'll tell you what, for non NASCAR fans that are listening to us right now, tune it in, whether it be on the radio, tune it in on TV and watch the kid from Portage, Michigan representing Ziegler Auto Group. This is a 21-year-old kid who grew up at the Kalamazoo Speedway at the Berlin Raceway, and now he is running at the highest level of stock car racing in the world, and he's going to put his talent on display on Sunday in, like you said, the biggest race of the year, the Daytona 500. That is huge. I'm going to put a little caveat in there if we can get it in on time because we are supposed to have a lot of rain here tomorrow and on Sunday. So we'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see if they'll run it on Monday or Tuesday. Also, I had a couple listeners, when I gave a shout-out to Carson, said that there was a, a driver or a race team from the Mount Pleasant, Michigan area. Did someone yeah. qualify for the Daytona 500 uh, from the Mount Pleasant region in Michigan? Yeah, you got some smart listeners. No surprise. Yes, Beard Motorsports, which is Linda Beard. She owns Beard Oil Company. She owns, her and her late husband own a cup car, NASCAR Cup Series car. It's being driven by Anthony Alfredo. Huge. They have one full-time employee. One. Team Penske has 450 Linda employs one full-time individual. They only run Daytona and Talladega. Yes, they are out of the Mount Pleasant area. And Anthony Alfredo qualified and put that car for Linda and that team into the Daytona 500. What a great story. I uh, love it. Yeah. Can't wait for the Super Bowl of Auto Racing on Sunday. And again, they will get it in eventually. Could be Sunday night, could be Monday, and even in the Tuesday. Jeff Striegel is the voice of NASCAR on the Motor Racing Network, also part of the Berlin Raceway team, one of the great short tracks in America. Joining us, NASCAR Racing Insider here on the Huge Show. Jeff, enjoy the weekend. Can't wait to see Carson and also Beard Racing go at it in the 500. Yeah, enjoy it. Huge. Always a pleasure to join you. We'll keep an eye on Carson, and we'll catch up soon. 
All right, uh, Jeff Striegel, man. Dude is voice of NASCAR. He's big time. You know, I had Hasty on earlier. I think Dan is a future Major League broadcaster. West Michigan has produced a lot of great broadcasting talent, including Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. Superfly Hayes, one of the great producers, and I was introduced to Superfly by Eric Zane. They had met at the Kent County Jail during a 30-day stay, befriended each other, cellmates, and now they're both back at our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Zane's filming that I Hate Huge documentary, and Superfly's getting ready to go on vacation, and I'm going to have Zane with me nonstop for five straight days. Tell me, I'm not living right now at the top of Mount Everest of broadcasting. It's amazing. Rex Hoggard, he's another big-time pro from the Golf Channel. Genesis out in Los Angeles at Riviera. Tiger is back. We'll get an update on Tiger and the PGA Tour next. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with a winter escape giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the winter escape giveaway only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. 
show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, you can listen live anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Just search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Rex Hoggard is one of the great voices and faces and writers in the game of golf. He joins us from the Golf Channel on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line to talk about the Genesis Invitational. Tiger back on the course in the state of the tour. How are you doing, Rex? Uh, I'm good. You picked an easy time to call. Actually, Tiger is off the golf course. He just withdrew from the tournament after six holes. He withdrew. Oh, I didn't. I've been busy on the show. What? Not feeling well? Yeah. Uh, actually, there was a tour official who was just on the broadcast. I'm not at the tournament. I'm just watching it at home. And a tour official said that Tiger informed them that he withdrew because of illness. So we, we don't exactly know yet. We know that he talked about some back spasms yesterday. We all saw the last shot, or and if you saw the last shot on 18 yesterday afternoon, it was a bit of a shank. So there was a, a bit of a back issue yesterday, but apparently today it's more illness. Well, pretty good timing then on me bringing you on, <laughs> Rex Auger, one of the great golf insiders, lets us know that uh, Tiger after six holes. Where was he after six holes? Uh, I believe he was two over for the day, so that put him three over for the tournament. Um, he was st- he was outside the cut line. It's, it's sort of an interesting scenario this week. There's only 70 players in the field, but there is a cut. It's top 50 in tie. But there was a 10-shot rule, so when he withdrew, he was still inside the 10-shot rule with Patrick Cantlay leading a 10 and par, but it was close. Uh, all right, away from Tiger, and it was good to have him back. He seemed to be in pretty good mood all week and launching his new brand and partnership with another manufacturer and clothing maker. Uh, but the game of golf, uh, and I'm, I've am i been talking about this since the first of the year, Rex, and I want your feedback. I don't know if it's Liv taking more names, but there, there, there has been something missing, and and not the wasted management open. Okay, we'll talk about that in a moment. Which uh, golf a Palooza 2024? Uh, but there's something, and maybe it's star power. I don't know what it is. You might know it more than me, or maybe I'm reading too much into it. But you know, Tiger Back just made the week bigger than life. The, the lack of big names at the top. I know we got Cantley at the top right now at the Genesis, but your thoughts on this start to 2024 with the PGA Tour? I said this last week on Golf Today when I was hosting. Um, it, the last two weeks for professional golf have not done well. And I, I would say that for both the PGA Tour and Live Golf. I'm not being parochial here. I think this has everything to do with the last two weeks you had half the players in the world either at Pebble Beach and down in Mexico or in Las Vegas and in Scottsdale. And I don't think that's good for the fans. I don't think it's good for the sponsors. I don't think it's good for the media to have to split your attention. I have friends texting me last weekend, which event should I watch? And look, I, I don't even want to sit here and argue about which product is best right now because I think it's so subjective and to your point I think John Rahm leaving was a huge blow for the PGA Tour and when you looked at the final pairing on Sunday or I'm sorry on Saturday at the live event last week it included John Rahm Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka it's hard to argue that's a better product on the PGA Tour right now just based on name recognition alone I'm not trying to speculate on who's playing the best golf right now or not it's simply bad for golf i'm not uh, this has nothing to do with taking sides i just think it has put the professional game in a very very odd position and the odd position is there are some great young golfers who may be household names two three four years it can come quick in the game of golf especially at the tour level but the big names now over on live 
I forget that guys have left for live, right? I'm, I'm looking at leaderboards, I'm, you know, Googling uh, on the social networks, and it's very confusing. And I thought you said it perfectly. Okay, who's wait? They, all right, wait, this is Waste Management Open, uh, Pebble Beach, the weather on Sunday, lives on CW. Good luck finding that. I probably can, you know, find people missing in mountains right now better, but. Uh, and it's just the star power, you know, Rex. To me, I watch PGA on a regular basis. I watch the tour for the big names like I watch most sports. No, I think you said it perfectly. I think you speak for probably the vast majority of, of sports fans, whether if you're a golf fan or not. If you're a sports fan, you probably feel the exact same way. Look, if you're a passionate golf fan, you're going to find what you want to watch. You appreciate the fact that Cam Davis is right near the lead in Los Angeles now. One of those players, I think who you were alluding to, might be a star three or four years from now. He's an up-and-coming player. He's a lot of fun to watch, but he's not quite there yet. He's not at the Brooks Kepsen category or certainly the Dustin Johnson category. And so I think what you have here is a fractured game. And I keep going back to the idea that that's not good for anyone. And I keep... And, and again, I don't want to get into the politics of PGA Tour and live golf at the moment, but the idea that some, we could have some sort of future with PGA Tour and the DP World Tour, the European Tour, and this new private equity investment group, SSG, without live golf involved, I, I don't think that's realistic. Because I think right now the fractured game is the only thing that's going to define an area. So where, where are things? Because, uh, you know, that private equity money, three upwards of three billion whatever it is last summer we had the talk of the merger or live and the pga tour finding a working agreement where where is the future of pro golf at right now between the live and pga tour i don't think there is a future without all of those things involved under the same roof I think eventually, and, and I'm not smart enough or and attuned enough, I wish I was, to tell you how exactly we get there, but I don't see how we keep going in the direction we're going. The idea, and, and look, Tiger Woods kind of addressed it this week, and he's a member of the policy board. His voice carries a long way when it comes to this. And the idea right now is, okay, we were flush with cash because of the private equity investment, and that gives us a little bit of negotiating room. I would agree with that, but still, two or three years from now, if you and I are still having this exact same conversation about a fractured landscape and trying to find these top players who are, who are on the CW network and these top players who are on a different network, I don't think that is sustainable. I agree. Uh, there's going to have to be some agreement because, in the end, they're cannibalizing each other, and we'll see how that plays out. Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel joining us. Before I let you go, I, the Waste Management Open and the delays they had in the weather and the ability of people to wear coats or things where they could sneak bottles in, I they sold over 4 million beverages. 4 million alcoholic uh, beverages. Obviously, you're going to have uh, some issues. So... They're going to have to make some changes. Golfers, you know, Spieth, Zach Johnson. I got about 90 seconds here, Rex. Uh, what's going to happen with the Waste Management Open in Phoenix moving forward? I'm probably in the minority here, and i make this very, very quickly. Golf wants to be a mainstream sport. That's what this is all about with Lift Golf and the PGA Tour. That's kind of what mainstream sports look like. Sometimes it's ugly. Sometimes it's loud. Sometimes it does things that it certainly should not say. And very often it's drunk. And that's what we got last week. I'm not justifying the behavior in many of the things that happened last week at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. However, 
golf really wants to be what it says it wants to be, that mainstream sport, this is it. This is it, man. It's not pretty sometimes. I agree. I'm with you 100%, man. I I, I think the delays, because they had such, uh, and, and beers being sold or beverages or, or wine or anything else being sold, that, and it's cold, people could wear hoodies and jackets they normally don't wear in Phoenix or they're sneaking in a pint. A lot of reasons here. i got to get to a network break, but uh, the game of golf, they provided viral videos for a lifetime from the Waste Management Open. Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, you're the best, my man. We'll talk soon. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. All right, Rex Hoggard, check it in as we're live at the Grand Rapids Boat Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. It runs now through Sunday at 5 o'clock. You want boat show details, go to grboatshow.com. Also, if you miss any of the HUGE show, our podcasts are free. All you have to do is search the HUGE show where you download podcasts and catch up on your schedule.